0: Welcome back to Read It or List It. I'm Phoebe. And I'm Ashley. And this is our very first episode of 2021. We hope you missed us as much as we missed you. My Wednesday balance has been severely off uh, since we took our New Year's break and I am Very happy to be back recording and sharing all of these very fun bookish thoughts with all of you, especially you, Ashley.
1: Thank you. Yeah, it's so (laughs) weird. Like the past couple weeks, it feels like something's been missing and then Mm -hmm. now, you know, we're getting back into the routine and whatnot. So very excited. I'm also very, very excited about our first series of 2021. This is one that I've been looking forward to for a while.
0: Yeah, I feel like this is one we've been talking about for months, which we're coming up upon, coming upon a year of <laughs> read it or list it. I, I feel like we must have started recording that around this time. Like, yeah, because we recorded the first three episodes like a thousand times each. <laughs> Um, because <laughs> we just were like learning how it worked. Um, remember we like didn't even use real microphones the first time. No, we, we didn't recorded? We didn't know what we were doing. Honestly, we still don't know what we're doing. But I, I think we can fake it a little bit. Better yeah, <laughs> better now. I was gonna say we've got a got a good mask on. Oh, triggering. Um. <laughs> We figured it out a little bit more. Um, and I am very excited to hear about what you've been reading whilst we've been on. I, I've, clearly, I've watched Bridgerton because now I'm just like, whilst and um, with <laughs> pinkies up in tea, and I've been reading historical romance. Diane got her way. Um, whilst but- is my
1: favorite word. I use it, I just throw it in. I've always just thrown it into like random conversations.
0: Yeah, if you follow me on Instagram, you'll know that I got myself um, Shakespeare for every day of the year, and um, as we like been continuing to work from home, <laughs> I I really miss reading in the morning as my like subway commute. So mm-hmm. I've decided to build in a commute for myself, even though it may just be from my bed to my couch to my desk, but we're we're establishing a routine here. So, now every morning I start my day with a little Shakespeare since I miss it so much and I'll like they always will like highlight. So there's like a little passage um before it like analyzing the text and maybe some history, it depends on the day. And um it's one usually once a week. There is like highlighting a word that like Shakespeare invented because he invented lots of words, and then I'm just like, um, oh, this is my word of the day, and now I'm going to use it all day. So there's been lots, lots of that occurring. I'm so and impressed. I talk to no one.
1: <laughs> I, I'm so impressed with your ability to keep up with those, like thing of a day like whatever I have tried that so many times there's this really good one that um oh gosh now I'm gonna this is a book podcast and I'm not gonna remember the name of it um I think it's by Ryan Holiday it's called The Daily Stoic and it is 366 days of writing and reflection on the art of living and it's a bunch of like little passages from philosophers basically. um, And just like reflecting on what that day's passage means or whatever. It's an awesome book. And every time I did it, I was felt like so much better going into my day. But sure enough, like usually around like March, I just like get out of the habit once and then it just stops. Um, But I would love to be able to somehow pick that back up
0: and be able to do that every day. I definitely never. I don't. I never do it on the weekends. But then that's always like a nice way to ease back into Monday. Mm. I'll have like Saturday, Sundays, and Mondays to catch up on. So I feel like I move a little bit slower. Um, I mean, it is only January eighteenth, but I'm. I don't know. I, I'm. I'm overly sentimental. I'm overly habitual. So I think that 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 helps. Like I have one of those one line a day journals too, mm-hmm. um, because in this. This is probably the three talking, but nothing is more satisfying to me than at the end of the year being like, I did it. Yeah. (laughs) And I miss a couple days and then I'll just like catch up, you know, because, you know, not, and I think that that's okay. You know, it happens. Yeah, absolutely. So in today's episode, we're going to look ahead to some new releases that we can't wait for um, and what we've been reading during our break. Uh, and all those intentions and goals that we talked about in our final episode of last year are going in the first month of the new year. Um, so I've been reading, like, kind of all over the place, which I do feel like fits with a, what I set for myself was that I wanted to be intentional. And I, someone asked me recently in a QA. and a like how I pick my next book and I've I feel like I'm a I'm a healthy balance between like needing a plan and then being a mood reader because I hate the feeling of being like well now what what do I read next mm-hmm. um but I have read my favorite book that I've read so far has to be Concrete Rose by Angie Thomas which is a book that I was really, really excited for and was very happy that was coming out early on in the in the new year. I cannot it, wait for my copy to come.
1: Oh? It's, it's in like, route
0: right now. I – when I read The Hate You Give, I will always famously tell people that I canceled plans on a Friday night to stay home and finish that book because – I just like love how Angie Thomas writes her characters because she just makes you like want to be friends with them and you like feel the pages turning and you realize you have less and less of the book yet and you don't want to say goodbye. So I'm really hopeful, like I love where she left this one off, but this Concrete Rose follows, um, so if you've read The Hate You Give, you know, it's about Star in her, uh, junior year of high school, and Concrete Rose is the prequel. It is about her father, Maverick, and you just learn about how her parents met, and, like, has a lot of education on, like, the school-to-prison pipeline, and, um, but it just has these, like, characters that you will never ever forget and you just keep thinking about so I hope they make this one into a movie um Angie said that she was inspired to write this because of Russell Hornsby's uh, performance of Maverick in the Hate You Give movie so I don't know it is fantastic I was so I knew it was gonna be so good but it just like like 5 billion stars. I just love how she writes so much. She's so talented. I
1: cannot wait for my copy to get here. And I bet you the audio is fantastic because the Hate You Give audio was really good. And I just finished um, Dear Martin and that audio was really I know that's Nick Stone. But I just – I think that there are so many great YA, but I don't know. I just think that young adult translates so well to audio. It's something about like – and it doesn't always, but lately it's been total like hits on on terms of like reading a book and it translating well to audio when it's YA. I feel like the narrators are more like invested in like making it more of like a performance versus just reading. Like you feel Mm -hmm. like you're – engrossed in this like in these conversations it's like a,
0: it's really immersive i think it is it is yeah yeah um so that's been my favorite book so far but i also read um i did read my first historical romance after watching uh bridgerton uh i read okay but you did the, read bringing down the duke right so you've read historical yes, romance but so that okay but to me bringing down the duke i believe was like because it was published as a trade paperback um, with one of those, like, illustrated covers that's been very popular in the romance, the general, like the contemporary romance mm-hmm. genre. And it didn't feel like my first real historical romance because it wasn't a mass market paperback. It wasn't the dramatic shirtless cover. There was no step back, you know, mm-hmm. Um so I read the Duchess Deal by Tessa Dare, which is a very popular one. I if you read it, there is this is another um, a Lord Ash. Uh, oh, Lord Ash is there? So, <laughs> so you may be particularly uh, fond of him. And it, it it it's it's hot. It's steamy. But, is it? Go yeah, ahead. it came highly recommended from Diane, and then I also have a. A list of others Haley was like I swear if you only read this because of that show I'm gonna be upset I was like no it was just the look. Haley was like if you give Shonda Rhimes credit before me I'm gonna be angry
1: it's so funny because she said to me um <laughs> she said something along the same lines to me about reverse harem so I guess I'll transition to what I've been reading which is just I don't even know who I am anymore. Um, mm. I have, okay, so we are, I'm going to go to my my word of the year, right? I said it was going to be joy. I think that's what I said. <laughs> yes. Um, and I've really been like targeted on that this month. I have been reading probably more than... I think December and this month so far are my best reading months of my entire life. And it's just because I am just reading what I want to read when I want to read it. And just literally totally letting my like heart pick my next book, not my mind. And it doesn't mean I'm not being intentional with my choices. It's just I'm structuring how I read a little bit different where when I just crave something like you know how you get home after a long day of work some people have a glass of wine some people turn on a television show I don't drink I don't really watch tv so instead I'm just like letting that thing be whatever book I'm currently reading that just is purely to decompress and like step out of this world kind of thing so it's my wine so to speak um and anyways so I've been reading a lot of romance and back to your conversation about like you know trade paperback versus like the traditional historical romance I am reading like traditional real romance right now um and Mm -hmm. it is uh quite steamy i don't know if i have coined this phrase I, it probably existed before i have but i've been saying it for a couple months now so i just say when something's really steamy i'll just call, call it uh romance with a capital r and so anyways i have uh been reading a lot of romance and so i'm making my way through talia hibbert's backlist mm-hmm. i read the princess trap i think i technically i guess i read that in december i don't know but then i reread it when she, so I read it, loved it. Uh That is uber steamy and also features some like BDSM content. So just Ooh. content warning on there. Um And it also has like child and sibling abuse. So also content warning for that. Because we know Talia writes, I think, I can't remember what, Haley called it like romance with heart or romance with purpose or something like that I can't remember I don't want to put words in her mouth but Talia always writes these books that are like so fun so witty so beautiful great love story great scenes (laughs) and then like also touches on really important issues and her characters are always so complex and have really complicated backgrounds that just make you fall in love with them so much more and make you understand their choices so much more so Ruben in the princess trap was definitely a character that I really really loved reading about so I read him I read that book in um December and then like two weeks later Talia's like by the way I'm redoing the cover to this book and re-releasing it and I was like oh so then I bought it and then I read
0: it again so loved that making my way through her backlist i've been doing a lot of nonfiction. i'm actually i'm currently reading the march series finally mm-hmm. um i finally was like i'm they have this like beautiful uh like special not a special edition but it came in this like really pretty case and i was like i'm finally doing it this is the one that i want um and i so i've been reading i realized i read like almost zero non-fiction and memoir same in 2020 which is bizarre for me because i love memoirs so i think i i've been listening to i'm slowly waking my way through a promised land i love brock but the man can talk (laughs) um (laughs) and there's so much actually i don't i feel like you would still enjoy it i'm enjoying it because there's so much about policy and so much about the law in general that i have no understanding of yeah that it is kind of like I've definitely been one of those people that like have sort of I've been like how did we end up here? So it's been really um, satisfying, maybe the wrong word, but like it's been really beneficial for me to go back to two thousand eight when I was not, or honestly, two thousand six when his campaign began um, because I couldn't vote, so I didn't Mm -hmm. I wasn't really invested in. The, the arguments and all of that, and like learning about the financial crisis, like, I'm only it's 2009 as to where where I am in the book right now. And that is like, and now I understand why he broke it up into two portions. But I, it reinvigorated that love I have for memoirs. um So then I also read Good Talk by Mira Jacob, which is a memoir in graphic novel form as well. And I read it in one sitting. It is so good. Yeah. Like just such a brilliant form of storytelling. I don't know. I love so now I'm I'm balancing I'm reading a lot of middle grade and nonfiction. <laughs> like which is two things I barely read in twenty twenty. So Which kind is good. Of, yeah, it's very exciting. But I have lots of books that I'm excited for, lots of romance I'm excited for, lots of new releases. Um yeah. And I will say that the one thing, I think we talked about this last year. Um, you probably don't remember this conversation, um, but it was. We were, I think you said, Oh, I'm going to go on a book buying ban in 2020. And I was like, <laughs> Me too, because, which, oh, yes, <laughs> the <laughs> famous last words, right? Um, and I was like, I am too, because I have. <laughs> At the time, I had like 20 unread books. Oh, no, I remember this conversation. I remember this conversation. And and then I said, I miss that feeling of like, when you go to the bookstore, and you get to pick out a book, and you start it that very day. Like, Mm -hmm. I have missed that feeling. And like when Concrete Rose showed up, I was like, this is the book I'm reading. And the same thing happened with Roman and Jewel. I bought that. And I was like, I'm reading this book today yeah you know that's
1: such a good point because I so I I'm working on my bullet journal right now I think we're both we both are journaling this year and um one of the my biggest takeaways from that entire experience is I learned what spreads worked really well for me um and pushed me and like held me accountable and which like really didn't work and I had an unread shelf spread where I had all the books that I had unread. I hadn't read yet. And I was so not gravitated towards reading them. And I realized the reason is because there are so many books that I have on my shelves right now that I, that now my reading tastes have changed. What I value in books has changed. Mm-hmm. And I decided not to do that spread. And I'm going to unhaul pretty much not all of my unread books but like all the ones that I bought in like 2016, 2017 that I've been holding on to that I'm like, yeah, I'm going to read this. I'm not going to read it. My what I value in a book has changed. What I want to promote and talk about and and share and all that has changed. I it's not I'm not saying I'm only going to read new releases. I'm just saying I'm going to I'm going to invest in backlist titles that now that I know who I am as a reader, this is what I want to read. So
0: yeah, um, I will say for a lot of people who maybe aren't in like the bookstagram or book blogging space, I, I remember hearing conversations like this when I first started and I was like, what? Like, how, like, what are you talking about? How could you ever get to a point where you have so many books that you're just not going to read some of them? Yeah. Um, but it happens, especially when you are in a position where people are sending you books unsolicited. Um, which I'm very grateful for. It's my dream come true. (laughs) Um, But I have now gotten to a point where like, I'm like, I, uh, I have to prioritize what excites me and what deserves my attention. Mm -hmm. And um, well, deserves is a very strong word. Um, What I believe my my voice is more valued to. So uh, that's, I think, I think that goes along with your word of the year, like intentional and joy, because yeah. it is just like, oh, I always say like that, that feeling when you finish a book and be intentional like, in your joy. Yeah. But like it just the feeling that it can give you of like the best like hug or like the warmest mm-hmm. blanket or just that like feeling of like you finished a really good meal. I don't know. All of these analogies yeah. that I could use or metaphors, whatever the correct where it is
1: um I kind of just feel like
0: it's how I feel
1: about my shelves and you're totally right this is a unique problem to people that are huge readers that have like and 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 you can be a reader and have absolutely zero books on your bookshelves you can read Mm -hmm. exclusively from the library you can read um exclusively on a kindle you can read one book a year and you're still a reader so this is just my my personal experience with it I have always been a collector of things, and mm-hmm. um I think like around 2018, I was like people would recommend books to me, and I would just like go out and buy it, and then like the hype would wear off, and then I would just have just the book left to get me to want to read it, not the people behind me that m- made me want to get it in the first place, and I was just like still not drawn to some of those books, so that's what I mean, and. Luckily, like the vast majority of the books that I'm talking about unhauling, I got secondhand to begin with from my used bookstore Mm -hmm. um, because I'd be like, oh, this sounds so interesting. And I would get, you know, five books for $10. And so I'd have all those books and I'd be excited and whatever. So I'm going to re-unhaul them back to my Mm -hmm. used bookstore. They will go into good hands or little free libraries in my area. But so I'm reading a lot of romance and fantasy. That's basically probably – what my 2021 year is going to look like is going to be a bunch of fantasy and romance and I'm not mad about it. I want to find books that not a lot of people talk about. I want to find books by debut authors. I I I'm I'm in it. I'm going to find them. I'm going to find some hidden gems. I'm going mm-hmm. to it's going to happen. One that is not so much of a hidden gem because We have read him before. We've talked about it on the podcast, but I haven't seen that much about it on Bookstagram. I have. I have. People that I love, love this series. So I know that I will love it. But is the Green Creek series by TJ Clune? Oh, I
0: don't know it. Oh, oh. (laughs) Enlighten me. Tell me about it.
1: (laughs) I'm so excited. I will send you this one fan art because it's the fan art that sold me
0: on reading it. Ashley um, Fanart Chandler.
1: That's my name. <laughs> that is my name. Um it is a four book series. The first book is called Wolf Song. It's a shape shifting series. T.J. Clune wrote um, The House in the Cerulean Sea. He's a fantasy author. This is adult fantasy with a – it's it's, adult fantasy with the capital R. I know there's no R. <laughs> just go with it. Um, I've heard great things about it. Recently I saw Lizzie from reviews she wrote.
0: She was like Oh, crying. I saw her stories. She was crying over something. Was yes. This series.
1: Okay this was the series she was crying over and I was like oh my gosh I've heard about this like I love TJ Klune's writing I'm very intrigued so then I was having a conversation with Jamie at the reading pub. this is the progression <laughs> I was having a conversation with uh, Jamie at the reading pub, and she was I was saying like what fantasy series do I need to read this year and she was like please read the green creek series i have no one to talk about it and with and it is my favorite one of my favorite series of all time it is so good i just need to talk about it with you and i was like and then she sent me the fan art and i was like yeah okay cool (laughs) literally like in my cart before she even finished her sentence and it's coming it will be here tomorrow and i think that i'm going to pull a Phoebe and immediately start it like I think I'm gonna take it out of the package and just open it and
0: immediately start it so honestly I highly recommend like they're searching for the small joys this year and that is certainly one of them like I have never been like a mailman like stalker Mm -hmm. and now when (laughs) I'm waiting because I'm not going into bookstores (laughs) right now like at all and uh now I just like look out at the balcony and I'm like, when will my mailman return from war with my package? It's <laughs> like, literally me every I'm day. I'm telling you, I'm. It's. am in my head. I live in a Regency romance now. <laughs> I literally live. I. I sit where my office is
1: every day. I look down the driveway and I just wait. I just wait for the mail every day. It's like my only joy in life is waiting for the mailman to get here.
0: And I'm like, will I have a book today? I think in 2021, our progression into turning into dogs will be complete. <laughs> like the excitement of the day. Like I'm telling you, the the joy and the excitement that I feel waiting for the mail every day is like... Like Nick's like I'm going to work and I'm like okay I'm gonna wait for the mailman now <laughs> like it's, it's the gotten UPS so... man like knows me by name <laughs> like, oh my it's... gosh I, the, it's gotten so bad
1: that I'm like Pavlov's dog when it comes to the doorbell now like I hear the doorbell and I'm like immediately package <laughs> and so <laughs> for me. <laughs>
0: If it's for John and not for you, do you that's get what I was gonna say.
1: Yeah, um, the other day the doorbell rang and it was it was food delivery. Like John ordered lunch for us and I wasn't excited. Like, how am I not excited that there was food at that door? It's because it wasn't a book.
0: Yeah, that happened. Ooh. Nick gets his like his he's a coffee snob. Um, insert angry clip of nick saying i'm not a coffee snob when he listens to this episode but he is he gets his coffee specially delivered from this company called driftaway Comp- coffee that's very good and uh the, i don't uh, anyway the coffee delivery showed up but it was in a book shaped box oh no um, we can't have that and he like brought it in and i was like oh ooh, for me 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 package for me and he was like no, this is mine. Because he, anytime, like if I get something from you, if I get something from Jen, anytime a package shows up, and he's like, well, nobody sends me presents. I'm like, <laughs> well, make some friends. <laughs> um, like one time, Alex, commas and carbs, sent us um, a like housewarming present when we moved. And she specifically put something in there for him. So that he didn't feel left out he, yeah I was like you have something and he's like it's a pity present I was like it's a present and you can take it yeah um, but anyway yeah. as if you can't tell
1: this is our like we're just shooting the you can't swear
0: the breeze the breeze <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, on this <laughs> you podcast you were like <laughs> what is
0: the the non way how do I get out and put in the explicit tag oh, on this episode oh <laughs> um anyways this Sorry, is Drew Brees, there's nothing of value
1: to this podcast episode other than us catching you up on what we've been reading what we're looking forward to how things are going but the most important part is to introduce I think our first series of 2021 that I am so excited about sometimes we do series that are um, based off of genre and other times we do more general categories and for this New series, we are going to do all things audiobook. And I'm very excited. Yes, I think that if I did not have audiobooks, I would not be able to read as much as I do, and I would not value reading and the written word nearly as much if I did not have access to audiobooks and I'm so thankful for them
0: yeah I'm I as someone who never read fiction via audio until basically last year like it mm. I would always try to get nonfiction or memoir on audio which I still think is the best way to read a memoir especially if it's read by the author um, but I have definitely found a new appreciation for fiction on audio and it's just like it's really fun to kind of figure out what works for you if you have a favorite narrator mm-hmm. um, and especially now that audiobooks are becoming like full productions in some sense like like yeah. we've mentioned before like daisy jones in the six is an audiobook that has a full cast of characters so every character has their own actor and um we mentioned the happy ever after playlist which is a romance novel where um the female character and the male character each have separate actors as well so it's a really like immersive experience yeah. that's going to be my podcast word of the year I believe immersive. Immersive. yeah and Which like, is
1: also my favorite form of theater but anyway the lovely uh. <laughs> war even has as there I think I talked about this maybe when, when I pitched that to you um it has a cast a full cast and then it also has original music to it
0: oh yeah, yeah, yeah so like um, that's that another was... really cool thing so we have lots of exciting things coming up in the new year starting off with our audiobook series. Uh, We're so happy to be back, and we hope that you enjoyed this (laughs) episode as much as we did recording it. Um, So if you did enjoy it, make sure to leave a review and a rating on Apple Podcasts. It's an easy and free way to support Read It or List It because we have big goals for this year with the podcast. So any of your support means the absolute world to us. And stop by today's Instagram post at ReaderlistitPod
1: with your thoughts on today's episode. What are you reading this year? How are you? Are you going into twenty twenty one with any different goals? Um, how's your reading gone so far? We'd love to hear from you.
0: And we'll be back next week to kick off the new series all about audiobooks. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.
1: Original music by Jake Thorne, podcast produced and edited by me, Ashley Chandler, and Phoebe Wright. You can find us on Instagram at read it or it Pod. all rights reserved to